At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Let me tell you about American Giant. Our trade relationships with China especially are a joke. We've been giving them open access to an American market for years now, basically for free. They don't return the favor. They're about them. Uh, yeah, that's what America first should be about. That's China first. Okay, let's then negotiate from that perspective. There's a company that's doing something about it. It's American Giant. 13 years ago, American Giant rescued a clothing factory in North Carolina that was about to be shut down. It would have completely been a shockwave to the town. Jobs were saved. More now have been created. So much goodness comes from hard work and American workers making quality American clothing with American-grown cotton. American Giant makes the best hoodie you'll ever own. And they do so much other really great clothes. I'm wearing some of their pants today. They're just great. When you do business with American Giant, the money stays here where it belongs, in the pockets of American workers. It's American-Giant.com slash Glenn. Go there, use my name. You're going to get a 20% discount off your first order. It's American-Giant.com slash Glenn. Sorry, China. You've awoken an American giant. Free and fair elections. I think that's what we're experiencing in America. You know, they're just trying to bankrupt the guy who was the 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 the, the sitting president that received more votes than any other president in history. Yeah, they're just trying to bankrupt him so he can't uh, he can't use any of his money uh, for anything but these court cases. Plus, I mean, I don't know. Did you hear? I've heard now, I don't know, I, I can't verify this yet, but I'm sure Media Matters will confirm. He's the guy who cut the head off of that horse in The Godfather. He was the one who did it. And, you know, they just went to him, Paramount just went to him and said, hey, we need a horse head. And he's like, I've been cutting them off of horses left and right all the time. He just doesn't care. And he's finally going to pay for that. Oh, yeah, we'll bring him in front of the court in New York or D.C., pretty darn soon to get that this is so corrupt what's going on and if there is no freedom they're doing this to elon musk as well do you think they'll care when they do it to you 
First, I didn't say anything because it was happening to Donald Trump. Then I didn't say anything because it was happening to Elon Musk. And I wasn't Donald Trump or Elon Musk. Do you remember how this poll ends? More on this in 60 seconds. The cultural divide in America is widening along moral lines. And if you have your feet planted on both sides, there's going to come a time where you're going to be split apart. Most of the time, the decision is really hard. Sometimes it's easy. I, I honestly, I don't know how people don't see the right side of history here. I, I just, I, I don't get it. I really, it's like, you know, the guy that you're, you know, you're talking with all the time that's planning all this. He kind of sounds like this. That might, I mean, that seems pretty easy. Don't follow the guy who sounds like that. Okay, anyway, Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile is a easy way for you to help uh, shore up the Constitution. Make sure that crazy stuff isn't happening in our schools. What crazy stuff? Don't look there. There's no crazy stuff. Patriot Mobile. You're going to get everything you want in a mobile phone plan. One of the three major networks, uh, they have plans on all of them, so you're not going to lose anything. You've got the same coverage. Plus, you have affordable plans for your budget. Excellent coverage. Top-notch U.S.-based customer service. And they put their profits in uh, the aid of the Constitution and the Republic, not in the destruction of America. What? PatriotMobile.com slash back call 972Patriot, 972Patriot. Use the activation. Uh, you can get free activation if you use the offer code back today. Join me. Make the switch. PatriotMobile.com slash back or 972Patriot. And I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for those pesky kids. Okay. Hello, Stu. Glenn. You know, mm. I, I was uh, thinking about this big lawsuit yeah uh, against the president former yeah. president you know, first he had the 83 million dollars from the eugene carroll situation Which really was caused by him well this is an interesting point yeah. right like he's he got he, he i was, think a, a totally false accusation against yeah, him totally false he said this is false this is crazy yes. he fought it uh they went through this case i think he got totally screwed and they ruled ruled against him for a few million dollars mm-hmm. And they said, basically, you can't go out and talk about this anymore. And he just did. Right? Like, he, did. he was like, I don't care what you say. Yeah. And you know what? Mm-hmm. You have that right to do that if that's what you, you know, if that's what you want. But he knew what he the, knew what the price cost. of that yes, was. He correct. knew the price would be high. Correct. And sometimes, occasionally, even people have made the point that Donald Trump you know, creates some of his own issues. Okay? Yes. But he also but, has... What I like to call "fu money." Yes, "fu money," and he gets to do this, right? Exactly. Eighty-five million. It's worth it. She sucks. And sometimes people have pointed out that Mm -hmm. when he makes some of his own problems, he will still say he's the victim of persecution. He will kind of, kind of go to that. That's kind of the way he goes. And and some have noticed this over time. But might I? address this lawsuit that came down in this ruling in new york 355 million dollars yep. it'll cost him over 400 million when it's all said and done by the way mm-hmm. ruling yesterday uh the same this uh, or the uh, same supreme court justice said that he hasn't provided a good reason as to why he should delay the judgment from last week so um he said 
You failed to explain, much less justify any basis for a stay. I'm confident that the appellate division will protect your appellate rights. So he's got to cough this up. Now, they're talking about this is so much money that he's going to have to put up probably real estate and sell the some real estate to be able to pay for this because you have to put your you have to put that money into a bond and then you have a bondholder holding it for you right. and you have to pay them an additional fee right and then and then hopefully you over, win you win the appeal and eventually don't have to pay it but i mean that it'll still cost you about 50 million it's still going to suck yeah right yeah but uh, talking about you know whether he's the victim of pers- uh, political persecution I believe this case, it's actually provable. Oh, like, yeah. It is. It's not, but it's not just, oh, yeah. It's not just, oh, yeah. Well, of course. I mean, because I think on its face, that's how I react to this, right? He's running for president of the United States. They're trying to put him out of business, throw him in prison, take him off the ballots. I mean, it's so blatantly obvious just the, on its surface that that's how I translate it. The only thing he hasn't been uh, hit with is, you know, like, here, have some uranium pie. Right. You know right. I mean? That's the only true. thing is, is like he's not like been hit with an umbrella or you yeah. know, a little pin in the end of it, like the CIA used to. That's the only thing That's that has about happened. it. That's it. That's it. And so I think on its surface, it's easy to just look at this, but like the details of this one in particular are so egregious. First of all, it's not like a you know this this number that they came up with they just came up with like an algorithm that they built to come up with this number and it's like well we think if he didn't defraud these banks then the banks would have made more money now of course the banks could have gone to him and just requested a higher interest rate which they didn't do but because they found him a good risk because they'd done business with him before. Before, And they all knew he had lots of money and they yes. all knew he had a successful business and they all knew he would pay back the loans. They all knew this would occur. So they went down this road. Now, of course, their case in New York is, hey, you defrauded all these banks. You screwed all these banks out of money. So you have to pay $350 million to us. Right. The state of New York. Because the banks, the banks get none of it. The banks didn't file this. They, there no. was no complaint. None. Even if you'd think there was no complaint, if you're saying they were defrauded, you'd think they would get the money. But no, no, no. it goes directly to the, the state of New York, which is just another comical layer to this. But listen to this breakdown of this particular rule, this law, and how it's been used in the past, because as you point out, there's no victims here. No one is coming. No bank is being, hey, by the way, he lied about this, and this didn't work out for us. In We're fact, upset. the banks testified on his behalf, on, on his behalf yes. saying there's no victim. We knew this. We take that into account with everybody we loan. That's why we have a, a whole division that goes out and does the estimates for us. Mm-hmm. We know we're not stupid. Right. Right. So they're. This law has been around for 70 years, okay? And it is, there's multiple facets of this. There's the big fine, which is kind of the headline, but also the fact that they might take his business away. They're saying he can't run his business. They're saying his kids can't run the business anymore. They're trying to turn this essentially into a death penalty for this company. they are. Um, So it is the only big business that was threatened with a shutdown without showing obvious victims or major losses in 70 years. The only one. 
Okay. The AP went through 150 cases since New York's repeated fraud statute was passed in 1956, and it showed that nearly every previous time a company was taken away, victims and losses were key factors. You'd think, right? Customers lose money because they bought defective products or never mm-hmm. received services ordered, leaving them cheated and angry. What's more, businesses were taken over almost always as a last resort to stop a fraud in progress to protect potential victims. So let's look back at this now, because there is one case where they try to take a company, which is what they're threatening here with with the Trump corporate, uh, the crazy. Trump corporation. Do we have that? Hang on. Do we have that uh, clip of? of the AG saying that they're going to take it. Here it is. Listen. Four days after a judge ordered Donald Trump to pay $355 million for a decade of fraud, New York Attorney General Letitia James says she's prepared to do everything she can to make sure the former president pays his fine, including, she told us, seizing the buildings that bear his name. If he does not have funds uh, to pay off the judgment, uh, then we will seek, uh, you know, judgment enforcement mechanisms in court. And we will ask the judge to seize his assets. I love the drama. She's so dramatic. It's hilarious. I know. Think of that, though. You're doing business in New York. Oh, I'd get out of there. Get out of there. You got to get out of there. Get out of there. I mean, again. And, and, And honestly, if you live in New York, honestly, you have a house in New York. You're living in New York. You're just like, yeah, well, we don't want to give up on New York. Get the hell out of New York. And I know a lot of people that say, well, I can't because my whole family is here. Um, get out of New York. If they're doing this kind of stuff to him, there is no rule of law in New York. Okay. It's always been liberal, right? Right. But it is, this is different. This is totally different. It's like you know, the difference between the New York times. We were talking about this the other day where like the New York times was always liberal, but then there was like, Hey, this is an op-ed written by a U.S. senator and the op-ed, you know, mm-hmm. a, a guy gets fired for just letting it be mm-hmm. printed right. right like the 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 crazy people on the left the aocs have taken over uh places in the media and places like this in new york this is what it is now um so there's been one case one one in the entire 70 years where they did this where they shut down a company that had no obvious victims the case was 1972 mm-hmm. um and it was a company relatively small company that was writing term papers for college students. Okay, so like I, I don't want to write my paper. I you want to break out and God bless America. I, I capitalism I is yeah. pretty impressive, but <laughs> apparently this one didn't go over that right, well. Sure. And and what they said was there's no obvious victims here because the people bought the term papers. They didn't want to write them. They got the term papers, but they said this was a uh, they were defrauding the education system, which they were. This is the one time. Yeah. And it's a small, tiny company. Let me give you the other times they've done this. <laughs> Tell me if any of these sound like, hey, I got a good interest rate on a loan I paid back. Uh, number one, a breast cancer nonprofit was shut down a dozen years ago for using nearly all its $9 million in donations to pay for director's salaries, perks, and other expenses instead of funding free mammograms. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so no. they told everyone, yeah. donate money for free dam- mammograms. Like, And they just took all the money for themselves. Okay. That's number one. Number two, a private equity firm faking big investment success was closed down after stealing millions of dollars from thousands of investors. 
okay, yeah, like you could clear. see. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, a different. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Um, but then, on both of those so yeah. far, you have hundreds of thousands of people. You know, I'm victims. sure they gave. Mm-hmm. They're all victims. Mm-hmm. They gave yep. their money, and they didn't and they, get the thing and they wanted. They didn't get the thing that they were promised. So mm-hmm. you have all of these people going to the AG, going, "Hey, there's a real problem here. This right. has got to stop." Yep. Got it. Not here. Not here. Um, n- another one. Uh, mental health facility shuttered for looting $4 million from public funds while neglecting patients. Hey, kind of a big Pretty one. Pretty clear. Yeah. An auto lender that allegedly hi- charged hidden usurious uh, interest rates got to stay in business last year if it paid a fine and didn't commit fraud in the future. So here's one they didn't shut down. They actually let them go on. They're going after Trump for all of this. But in this one, they're like, ah, you know, like, it's sure, they're hidden fees. Right. They're not telling you about them. Right. Okay. Okay. A judge request, a judge refused to request to shut down a river rafting company in 2011 after a customer drowned and the attorney general showed it was repeatedly using unlicensed guides or none at all. <laughs> Instead, he ordered only a $50,000 bond and clean up and, and, and for him to clean up his act. The company is still being run today under a different name by the same family. Okay, so what we, we have Someone died. We have thousands of victims. And in this case, somebody who's dead. is <laughs> dead. Dead. And they're uh, like, yeah, yeah, you guys can stay open $50,000. And then this is my favorite one. A judge in 2001 declined to appoint a receiver to take over a porn site despite millions of dollars of illegal credit card charges to hundreds of customers who thought they were getting a free tour. <laughs> now, look here, you want to get the free, you want to know what you're subscribing sure, to, Glenn, yeah, before you absolutely. just pull the trigger on that. Right. So you put your credit card information into a porn site. I think some of these victims need some <laughs> life changes to be made here. But they put their credit card into a porn site expecting a free tour, and they instead just get charged and charged and charged and charged and charged. In fact, once the owners of the site were caught, they attempted to move their money overseas to avoid any penalty. Still, the judge said appointing a receiver was an extraordinary remedy (laughs) that should be used sparingly and that a preliminary injunction was good enough. Only after all that happened did they find out the people running the porn site were the Gambino crime family. I kid you not. The Gambino crime family. And they didn't go into receivership. No. No. So there you go. There you go. Think about that. I mean, like, I mean, it's so obvious what they're doing. Letitia James talked about it when she ran. Her goal was to take this one individual out. And the New York, the voters of New York said, good, go do it. And now she's doing it. Okay. If you are, if have business in New York, if you are in New York, I'm just telling you, you got to do what you got to do. But there's no way I would keep my business in New York. There is no rule of law now. Mm. You know it on the streets, but there is no rule of law. If they can get away with this, they can do anything to you. 
Christine wrote in about her dog's experience with rough greens. She said, my dog is 14 years old. Um, I thought this might add to his quality of life. The first time I put it in his food with a little hot water, he sniffed it and walked away. For about three minutes. Then he tried it and loved it. He's gotten frisky again. Might not be the best word to use. Starting to play with his tennis ball. So much, so much has changed. Thank you, Rough Greens. Christine, thank you for writing in. Let me let me know about your dog with uh, Rough Greens. It's not a dog food. It's a supplement developed by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black. You put it on the food. Uh, it's really good. It has everything in it. If it's good for your dog, it's most likely in Rough Greens. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash back. Roughgreens.com slash back. Or you can call 833-GLEN-33. 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Give you a first trial bag for free. You just pay for shipping. So call them now. 833-GLEN-33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. 10 seconds. Station ID. Holy cow. Uh, it is. It's really uh, quite remarkable what is happening uh, in New York. And now... The judge said officially, no, you have to take basically $400 million and put it into a bond. Um, yeah, I think it's 450 450 And that, of course, doesn't include the 80-something million from the E. Jean Carroll situation, which he'll have to do as well. And I mean, obviously, the guy's got a lot of money. Um, he, yeah, but it's, that's half a billion dollars. He's not going to go bankrupt over no, this, No, but that's half a, it's a half a billion, billion dollars. dollars. You don't just tie up... You know, no, even, he, he, I believe, testified in court relatively recently. He has about 400 million in cash or at least liquid investments. So, this would mean, I mean, he's not, he can't just go into his bank account and pay this off, right? Like most billionaires wouldn't be able to. You know, you don't, you don't just have that cash around. Um, he would probably have to go through a bond uh, situation. And, you know, he should be able to get that. But who knows? The other part that's complicating here is they put a monitor inside the company. So basically, everything that goes on in the company now has to basically be approved by this representative this of New York. Crazy. And what's funny about this? Why is would you do business if you if he if his choice was you know what I'm just going to sell Trump Tower, I'll get a bunch of money out of that, and just pay this off. I'm sick of hearing about it. The the monitor inside the company can block it. The monitor assigned from the state of New York can block the sale of the building. To allow him to pay off the amount of money he's supposed to pay to New York State. If they, I were Donald Trump, I would sell absolutely everything I have in New York. And look at that. Um, this guy loved New York. This yeah, guy. He was New York. He was New York. Yeah. He built so much of modern New York. And if I were him, I'd just screw you, New York. I'm out. I'm yeah, out. I, and, and so many. Look, not every person in New York is a liberal, and I would be terrified if I were anything other than a a hardcore leftist to stay in that state. I would be terrified. If I mean, you're a normal Wall Street business person. I know Wall Street is it's a unique thing, but I'd move my headquarters. I'd do everything I could to keep my business out of that state. What do you have if you don't have equal protection under the law? Glenn Beck. By the way, this is what life is going to be like in uh, America in the next few years if we don't turn this election around. It's all going to be about lawfare. Let me tell you about preborn. You and I have something very basic in common, and it's, uh, you know, love of life. You know, we live 
life and we believe in life. We uphold life. There's a culture of death that is sweeping the world. Do you know that that abortion is now the leading cause of death in the world? This is like for the third year running now. Leading cause of death. In fact, there's more death through abortion in the world than all the other seven, seven, top seven things that kill people combined. That's how bad this is. Would you be willing to join and help preborn? I, I love this organization because they don't just care about the baby, they care about mom as well. If you would like to help, I want you to go to preborn.com slash Beck and read all about it. You can donate there or say the keyword baby at pound 250. Keyword baby pound 250. Help them out from $28 to major contributions. They're all welcome. Sponsored by Preborn. We've been telling you about ESG for a while now. There are 15 states that have now passed laws targeting ESG in one form or another. The, the number is still going up. In Florida, Ron DeSantis and uh, Bob Rommel, he's state rep, uh, put together the toughest anti-ESG bill in America, and it was passed in 2023. Among other things, it bans banks from using ESG social credit scores to discriminate against its customers. And that's one of the biggest tools used by the Great Reset elites. Uh, To fundamentally transform us, they can use social scores. What is your green energy usage? Uh, What is, you know, how much, what is your carbon footprint look like? Are you in the school board fighting for or against uh, things uh, like um, critical race theory and DEI? Does your company have DEI in place? What is that like? If it doesn't hit certain places, then they don't give you a loan. That's done now in Florida. There is another one that's coming out that may be, uh, may be the best one out, uh, and it's coming from Tennessee, and it's from uh, Representative Jason Zachary. He's just put together an ESG bill that has the potential to be the strongest or the second strongest law in the country. It's a really good law. And it goes up uh, in committee on Tuesday, and I wanted you to know about it. Uh, Representative uh, Jason Zachary is with us now. Hey, Jason, how are you? Hey, I'm great, Glenn. How are you? Good. So tell me about the bill and uh, the battle for passing this thing. Sure. Yeah, well, to, to start out last year, we passed uh, that we took the first ESG step with the treasurer of our state. Thankfully, we have one of the best treasurers in the country, very conservative. He and I began to discuss ESG and the problems that we were seeing with BlackRock in the state of Tennessee. We divested ourselves from all the BlackRock investments. He and I were having this conversation. He said, I'm never going to allow these standards to be utilized, but we have to take legislative steps to ensure those behind me don't take those steps. So last year, I was able to pass a bill with our Senate Majority Leader Jack Johnson to uh, prohibit ESG standards from being used on the governmental state level. And so obviously the next step, as you've talked about, was the fair access bill, Mm -hmm. uh, which Florida has. I talked to the DeSantis team. They've been very helpful. But man, really, Glenn, the team at Wall Builders, Audrey, uh, uh, Betty, uh, Justin Haskins, they have been invaluable in providing. I literally have 
pages of resources here to be able to combat uh, the pushback from the Tennessee Bankers Association, which is obviously pushing back on the bill. But to your point, I feel like we have the home run. We've included all the best parts. It requires notification. It protects religious liberty of institutions, political views, whether you want a firearm. I mean, we hit just about every aspect. And then we actually, Excellent. versus just saying ESG, we actually list out the individual tenants of ESG to ensure that the big banks cannot debank Tennesseans. Oh, that is fantastic. So what is the what's the pushback been like? Sure. So we started out at the team at Alliance for Defending Freedom. They've been working hand in hand with wall builders. And so um, they came to us and said, listen, the Tennessee charter banks are not your problem. You're three, four billion dollar banks. I mean, they're they're serving Tennesseans. They're doing a great job. It's Bank of America. It's J.P. Morgan Chase. It's Wells Fargo. It's the big guys. So they suggested putting an amendment on that would uh, that would that was one hundred billion dollars that only hit the twenty eight largest banks in the country because that's the problem. And so kind of thinking that that would back the Bankers Association off. Well, the Bankers Association represents the large banks as well. And so they were in my office like last week pushing back, saying they weren't comfortable with the bill. Hmm. And Glenn, I just looked at him and said, listen, if you're uncomfortable with what's in this, then that's the problem. That's why we have to run it. But if you guys aren't doing these things, then you won't have a problem. Because they like <laughs> to say in a conservative in a conservative state like Tennessee, they immediately say, well, guys, we're opposed to ESG. And then here comes the but. And then you've got these 15 different things they list out. Yep. And so I've already worked the committee. Uh, we have it's all we're super majority in Tennessee, 75 Republicans in the House out of 99. I've worked the committee. The Republicans are with us. We've only got one Democrat on the committee. So I feel really confident. Uh, wall builders and ADF have pulled some resources together. Uh, former Senator Brownback from Kansas is going to come in and testify. Excellent. ADF. Some of the guys at Wall Builders are going to be there. We've got an awesome team coming in because we've got this up in committee on Tuesday. So it goes through committee. If it makes it through, and it sounds like it will, then what's the next step? When will this actually be in front of the the uh, the legislature to vote? Yeah, good question. And it's important for you, unlike Washington, that's the focus. They don't read bills. They don't go through committee, and leadership makes decisions. And most states, like Tennessee, Every bill is heard. So it starts out in subcommittee. It'll be in the banking subcommittee. After it passes there, it would go to the full commerce committee, which is a much larger committee. Then it goes to the House floor. And Glenn, you, you talk about this all the time, but it's important for your listeners, especially your Tennesseans to know, they need to call the members of the banking committee. It, it, you don't need to worry about the full house right now because we got a couple of weeks till we get there. But this next week, you call the banking committee and say, and email them and say, hey, guys, we need this. This is something we need to pass to protect us. And then the following week, you need to call the Commerce Committee. Tennesseans do. And then three weeks from now, that's when you start emailing the whole house. So it's very different than Congress. And most people don't understand that. And so you focus on one committee at a time because that's the most important. We'll pass it in the House. And Senator, Senate Majority Leader Jack Johnson, he's been right with me on this. He'll then move it on the Senate side, and then hopefully in probably four weeks or so, we could have this before the governor to sign for a signature. Are you uh, are you getting any coverage in the state on this? Man, Glenn, no. I, I mean, really, man, you are truly, and I'm not just saying it because I'm on with you. I literally, no lie, I was driving to the Capitol the morning you were talking about the UCC bill and Christy Nome's veto, and that bill happened to be in my committee the next day. I went to the sponsor. Man, we wow. got that bill stopped 
because of wow. the, because of what I'm, and I'm serious because of the information you brought forward. I told I told Sarah who was, was emailing me yesterday. Man, I've read the Great Reset twice. Your discussions on the ESG, the resources that you mentioned with Justin and the Wall Builders. I just started reaching out and engaging them. Audria at Wall Builders. Yeah, yeah. The resources that you've provided have been phenomenal. But man, no, in conservative media, <clears throat> nobody else is talking about these things. Like central bank digital currency shifting a little bit with the help of Wall Builders. I put an amendment on that UCC bill. So if it were to pass, which I don't think it will, we've already gotten it rolled to the last calendar. If it were to pass, I've got that on there to change the definition of a deposit account. And again, you're the only person talking about it statewide, zero coverage. Nobody's talking about it. Jeez. So if you're not getting any coverage, uh, you, you don't have any you don't have any backing. Uh, we, we, we if you are listening um, right now, you you have got to get engaged. This is the Tennessee ESG bill. Um, it is potentially one of the strongest top two uh, strongest laws in the country on ESG. Um, and each individual state has to protect itself from this. And I know that they're repackaging right now. Don't think that they're they're not giving up on this. They're just renaming and repackaging. It, they will never give up on this. This is the way they control everybody's life. Uh, this and CBDC, a central bank digital currency. Um, when is that bill coming up? So the U, so the UCC bill, we got that rolled to the last calendar. And as, as most people know, uh, we're part-time legislators. We go from January to April. So we got it pushed to the last calendar, hoping the sponsor will take it off. I mean, it's a cold breeze blowing in that committee right now just because there's so much uncertainty around it. But I have a standalone bill to change the definition of deposit accounts uh, to make it very difficult to implement a central bank digital currency. Because what happens, the federal government can roll it out. Uh, people can use it. There's only so much the states can do. But like Florida's done it, Alabama, North Dakota, we as Tennessee need to take that step to ensure that it's not that banks can't use it as collateral within their deposit accounts. So then they push back on the federal government and say, listen, you can't implement this because our 90 to 10 ratios, we can't maintain those if we can't count central bank digital currency as a collateral. Mm. And so, I mean, man, that again, these are all factors. And it's some of those, all these things we're talking about are so critically important, but most people just know it from a surface level and don't think much can be done. But uh, Glenn, I'm, I'm five terms in serving in the House. It's been the honor of my life to serve. And, and under Governor Haslam, who's our previous governor, Republican, he used to say that the federal government had become an unreliable partner. Well, over the last five years under Governor Lee, who's our current governor, man, they've become an adversarial partner. I mean, literally Joe Biden has called Governor Lee twice asking to dump illegals in our state he says, no, they do it anyway. Uh, everything Jeez. that we do, the federal government is pushing back on us. And so we, we, were the first, we were the first state in the nation. We passed a block grant for Medicaid. We got it in right before Trump left office. He signed off on it, and we have been able to save about $350 million a year with our Medicaid program because we get to keep those shared savings. But we're the only state that was able to do that because we got it under the gun. And so, man, our conversation among our supermajority GOP has been we have to do everything we can to firewall our state from these adversarial policies of the federal government. You have to. Wow. It is a, it's an honor and privilege to talk to you, Jason. Thank you uh, for everything that you, you guys are doing. Thank you, Glenn. You, man, truly, you have no idea what a valuable resource you are. 
to got citizen legislators like me, man, I don't have a staff. I don't have people that can research. And I literally listen to you on a daily basis and it, you inform and talk about things most people don't. And it helps. I mean, we as legislators, we talk about things you talk about on your show and what you talk about is impacting 7 million Tennesseans. And all I can speak for is Tennessee. But, man, please keep bringing these issues to the forefront. Sometimes people think they're so mundane. But, man, this impacts the people I represent, every Tennessean, but people across the nation. And we as red states, we got to be bold in the steps we're taking. And for most of us, like this ESG bill, man, this is common sense. But these are the bold steps that we have to take to ensure that we preserve our way of life. Who knows what's going to happen in 2024? You know, when you're done with all of this, I, I would like to talk to you because, for instance, the Daily Wire is is in your state now and they are coming after all digital and now all radio. Uh, what the FCC mm -hmm. did yesterday, the sale to Soros of the second largest media company uh, in America, radio broadcast company, and uh, the the third largest is being sold to a company 100% in the Philippines, uh, so it won't be American owned anymore. Um, they we're, we're in trouble on radio. We, I believe, are in trouble, and I haven't felt that for a long time. They're coming. They are coming on digital and on radio, and I'd love to talk to you about anything you can do. The states have got to protect their local broadcasters. Have to. And 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 Glenn, that you're that I keep saying your team, the team at Wall Builders with David Barton and his group. Yeah. If there are any legislators across the country listening and they have not reached out or talked to that team, call Audrea Decker over it over That's at Wall great. Builders. They they are fantastic. I literally I'm sitting in front I'm sitting here now in my car with pages of documentation, white papers that they've provided that create that allow me to make a case for ESG, but other things that they've provided. And so if there are any legislators out there listening, they need to reach out to wall builders because that is an invaluable resource. And again, those of us, I'm a part-time legislator. We're, we're, we go from January to April and then, and then we don't, we don't have session again to the following January. We don't have the resources of like my Congressman Burchett, who's got just unlimited yeah. resources, but he can't do anything in Washington. So man, please reach out to the team at wall builders. If you're a legislator, because they can help and equip you to be able to pass some of these big bills. I am. I am so pleased that we got a hold of you and, and uh, you just let us know when you need people in Tennessee to know. Hey, they need to please. I sent Sarah the link. So if you guys, is there any way you could post that? It's the link to the two committees. Tennesseans can click on those links. They can follow me on Twitter, Jason Zachary TN. I'll go ahead and post those links there. They can click on those links. It'll show all the members of the banking committee. They can click on their picture. They can send them a nice email. And, and, and Glenn, too, it's important that from a legislator's perspective for your users, don't send or your listeners, don't send canned emails like like our system weeds out like people will say, hey, sign up here and send your legislator yeah. an email. We don't get those auto emails, but just a personal email. Hey, Rep. Zachary, man, please, uh, please pass this bill or please vote for this bill. It's important it. for us. That stuff makes a difference. Call the guy's offices. I mean, again, we listen to that stuff. We actually do receive the feedback directly. Okay, thank you so much. I appreciate it. God bless you. I'm going to post this, and if uh, the social media could actually uh, do it by zip so we can go into the region and go right into Tennessee so we uh, hyper-serve them on this. And I'll post this at glenbeck.com, also on my social media today, so you have that information. Okay, realestateagentsitrust.com. You know what? 
this commercial has cost me personally a lot of money, but we're running so far behind. Let me just say this. You're going to sell your home. Trust the people that I have hired to help you find the right agent. We're not charging you anything for it. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. There. Is the company happy? Let me ask the CEO. You happy? Yes, I'm happy. Good. Spot. Are opinions weighing you down? Call in and let it out. 888-727-BECK. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We only have a couple of minutes here. Um, we're gonna be we're gonna be sharing some audio with you. I mean, horse on a highway. We're going to be showing you how far removed the press is and the intellectual left from the truth of America. They don't even they they don't they don't know it. They just don't know it. Um, that's why we're called radicals because. Yeah, we I guess we we had a revolution 250 years ago and uh since then we've been pretty boring though just trying to keep those principles going. Right. Right like it they were revolutionary and again they're becoming revolutionary um but because they're not being taught anywhere and so many of the left have just accepted that what's in our declaration of independence what's in our bill of rights is just nonsense. Because they don't teach history anymore. That's why we put together a series called Letters from Biden on YouTube.com slash America. You should go there and see what their factual, e- their letters back and forth are about these scandals. I think you'll appreciate them. YouTube.com slash America. Letters from Biden. Glenn Beck Program.